podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound. So you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, but hospital grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. It defies description. How about Martial is isolated? Skirtle here. Thank you, man. Mars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Mars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Hey guys, welcome back. It's another episode of Mugger Make United Great Again. Today was obviously, well this week was International Week, so I'm not going to lie, there is fuck all to talk about, but we're going to make something out of this pod. Um, obviously you got me, Stevie, hosting, Sebi Hayden. What's good, what's good? Um, my connection is a bit booky. I don't know if you can hear it. That, that pause, yeah, that was mad. What happened? Oh, we lost you, like, 10 seconds in. Oh, so done. Yeah, my connection might be a bit booky, but... Hey, I'm there, man. It was stuck on you, smiling. So done. Ah, oh, fuck, you know. Rodney, what are you saying, fella? Yeah, I'm good, man. All gone. Yeah, I'm good. And this mm. good to have you on, bro. What's happening? 
What's going on? Man, actually turned up, boy. Fuck. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> he's been missing, isn't it? Yeah, missing in action, bro. He's doing his. He's been doing his thing. Word on the streets is Mariah can't come on when I'm on. We've obviously. <laughs> <laughs> There's civil war going on. So when he heard I was hosting, he didn't want the smoke. So yeah, ET ETB civil war in the fucking up zones though. That's crazy. <laughs> Uh, get him to pipe down for a couple weeks, in it. Um, but nah, let's get into it. Um, obviously, yeah, international week, international break. Um, thank God for Pogba coming out and making a statement. Otherwise, I don't know what we'd actually talk about in this podcast. But I think there's no better place to start with with Labil himself. Poor against Finland. Apparently very good against Portugal. I didn't watch either match, but I know some of the guys on this podcast did. So, Disu, Sebi, Rodney, which of you watched the matches um, that Paul was featured in? And what did you think of his performances? I watched, I didn't watch Finland because I was at studio. Mm. But everybody was telling me it was, it was a mad thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a bad thing, isn't it? <laughs> I think with Pogba, you can never be too sure because when somebody tells you you played sick, you can't be too sure. And mm. somebody tells you you played dead, you can't be too sure. It's just too extreme, isn't it? But um, I heard he played dead. I watched a game against Portugal and he was good. It was a solid performance. It was a bit strange seeing like Pogba like make tackles and blocks and shit. I was like, ah, oh, like, I forgot you could do that sometimes like because he doesn't do it for my United. So I was just interested to see that. And he was good on the ball, used it well. Yeah, he, he was he was good. Him and Kante together on the pivot, they were good. Uh, Bruno played the same game. Bruno was just, was like another Bruno performance without getting a penalty. So, yeah, um, yeah, probably, probably, yeah, it was a solid game. Seven out of ten, I would say. Seven out of ten performance. Yeah. So, um, I think I heard in the second half, Deschamps rotated it because I think Pogba was further forward in the first half. He rotated it and made. Pogba, the pivot in the second half, and people are saying that yeah, like, it was like a four-four-two. So it's like Rabio left. You know, France always play like a centre midfielder on the left wing. It's proper butters. Rabio left wing, uh, Coman on the right, and there was Pogba and Kante with Griezmann off Martial. And then in the second half, it kind of seemed like Rabio and Kante came a bit more tucked in, mm-hmm. and then Griezmann was like playing as a ten. It looked almost like a diamond, almost ish. And Pogba was like the deepest because um, he was getting the ball off the back four, doing all that type of stuff. But he tends to be a bit deeper than Kante for France anyway because he's more comfortable receiving the ball. But um, yeah, yeah, he he played well. Solid performance. All right. Um, I'm going to go into what was said after that match um, online or on Twitter. Um, a certain journalist, I'm not going to name his name came out with a quote that Paul apparently said, this is a period I've never experienced in my career. The French national team is a breath of fresh air. We are very happy to come here. It's not the same as with the club. We all group together. It is magical. People have later come out and said since that the translation hasn't been too accurate and that he didn't say anything about the club. But um, I think there are certain folks who are unhappy with Paul talking about his um, his experience in the French French national team and, and contrasting it with that at United, Sebi. I know you had something to say about him going too far. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, let me start off with Paul Pogba's international performance. Finland mm. was shit. The last performance was average. 
just at my, at my best was average. Um, where, where did he play like against a, Finland? Still looks like a donkey, same position. Okay. Um, still looks like a donkey on the ball. Was slipping over against Portugal, um, but was okay. Um, there was other better, there was better players on the pitch, Kante being one. Um, and then, yeah, in regards to the comments, um, it's just typical Paul, man, really. You know what I mean? Uh, they're saying translation, translation, and it's come out that uh, it was something that uh, he didn't mean it or whatever, whatever. But he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Even if you're saying that France, even if you say one line, being with the French national team is a breath of fresh air. What are you trying to allude to? Do you know what I mean? Like, even if, for example, the rest of it, you didn't say in regards to Man United, you know what you're saying, in it? And a week, like two weeks before that, doesn't help that you're saying, yeah, I'd like to go play for Madrid or whatever. I've been wanting this guy at the club. So for me, it's like, bro, like you don't need to do all of that. Just leave quietly. Like at the end of the season, if we can get the, the money we want for you, you can go. So regardless if he's, he, his comments were taken out of context or not, just the first line in itself is kind of, um, it's on trend with things that he says in regards to just like him being on his own thing. Like, he's not that guy. Like, you're not that guy. Um, you, yeah, you ain't been that guy for five years. Um, unless you, if you was doing a madness and you was talking like this, I'll say, fair enough, innit? Like, you're that guy. Please don't leave. Like, Wayne Rooney. When Wayne, when Wayne Rooney was talking up, di- uh, doing what he was doing and saying what he was saying, I wanted to leave, I wanted to go here, I got new contracts or whatever, he was still unreal, still world class one of the best players in, the, in fact the best player in the team head and shoulders above everybody else so one of the best players in the premiership um Paul Pop was neither like so yeah you just need to calm down G and um yeah you can still <laughs> fuck off to Madrid um play with Zidane that's, that's cool that's cool with me man so if he wants to leave and that's what right. he wants to do you have to play good to want to leave no, you have to play good to talk like you're that guy. He's talking no, like he's that guy. That, that's one thing Pogba doesn't do. Like, that's one, one thing he probably should do because he gets so much powders. And he doesn't what do you mean breath of fresh air, though? Like, what, what, you're the, he's the one that's stinking up the joint and he's saying breath of fresh air. Like, I think it's a thing, like, obviously, when you're in England, you know how the press is. Like, we've seen it with Raheem. We've seen it with Rashford, your boy. So you should know better than anybody. Because they were on your boy for buying houses the other day. Do you get? <laughs> that's different. That's different, though. That's different knock. So you should know. And your boy's out here feeling you. And it's all on my my, my oh. boy is British, isn't it? So my boy, my boy is actually playing well and he's scoring goals. And his thing was done. That broadband connection is sounding nice. Playing shit. Alright, B- connection. Is, is that, BT knows you said they, they don't even want that information to be out on the street. I'm gonna come to you for for, for your take. What do you yeah, think? Like, did, he, did he sneak this in or what? Africa, he knows what he's doing. He knows yeah. what he's doing. He's you know you know that second line from the mistranslation. Like you didn't even need to hear that. Like you know what it means, and like it's just obvious. It's obvious whether he's right or wrong. It's just obvious what he meant, uh, and really, to touch on. What, I don't uh, think it's the first he's basically admitting saying that, yo, like it's been, it's been tough because he never usually says it's tough. He just says, yo, yeah. I enjoy playing, I play football. This is the first time because I think this is this is the wackest Pogba has played since, yeah. but by distance he's been. The- I think this is the first time he's actually been out of the team, like for a prolonged period. I think Rajoy's yeah. only a couple of times. 
Yeah, and 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 that, and the Jose thing was a beef thing. It, like yeah. people were like, what are you doing this time? Like he, he, you could argue that yeah, he deserves to be out of the team because he's actually yeah. been trash all season. So, I mean, I'm just, you could you almost say there's a there's um, a humble there's a humbleness about what he's saying because I, like. What this is right. I've never heard Pogba speak like that about his own performances and his own time. He's just he sort of just rides the wave of, with the comments from the British media. But him being open and saying this is the most difficult time, and I believe he went on to say he knows he's got to improve his performance level and la di da di da. So in in yeah. some ways, in some ways, the sneak this is there. In other ways, it's this good to hear. It's good to hear that he's acknowledging that his performance level isn't there. Do you know what I mean? One yeah. thing I want to ask is that why why is turning why is turning like in football? Yeah, this is what I like about football. What I can't and I can't deal with. That's why I say in our group chat about football fans. I don't mix. I can't mm. deal with it. Why can't footballers just tell the truth that is just painfully obvious? France mm. have better players. France are successful. France are a better team. And those are also his compatriots. Some of the man he's been playing with playing ball with since he was like 14, 15, isn't it? Yeah, in definitely. When he's when he's in France, it's a different setting. Yeah, it's different to my United are struggling. My United are 15th in the league. Do you know what I mean? My United, him, him domestically, he's playing trash. You know, I haven't achieved much. Going to mm. France, where the European Championships, you went to the finals, but lost. The World Cup, World Cup team, you won. is a different environment. So why is him saying, yo, when, is, when I'm with my French people, then it's a, it's a different setting. Currently, domestically, man's struggling. I need to pick up. He didn't go. I just, I just generally don't understand what, Basically, anything Bogba says, yeah, that people just on it, and it's just it's just bare boring. Like, yeah, I'm, just, I'm with you to be honest. I'm like playing devil's advocate. I just think, like, the guy is he's actually struggling. You clearly know that when he plays for France, he's enjoying his time. Like, what's so bad that he said that people need to go onto Twitter and be like, "Get him out of my club! Get him out of my club!" Like, he's not he's not really targeted anyone or the club per se. So I think mm. it's uh, it's it's a lot of hype. Sebi, do we have you back? Yeah, yeah. Have you fixed up that internet connection or what? Yeah, man, should be cool now. Should be cool now. Um, hopefully. Mm. Right. I think yeah. it's just... Rodney, I've got a follow-up question for you, dog. Can you explain God. your uh, DP? Yeah, that's uh, Morpheus Junior. It's one of <laughs> my <laughs> one of my great idols. Yeah, I just thought I'd give him a bit of promotion because obviously people know he's a writer and he does articles every time the game comes out. So shout out Morpheus Junior over there. My boy. What do you think about Fabrizio's comment when he, you know, um, when he goes, what he said today was, Paul Popper has no problem with my United. His interview was to say he wants to improve his performances in a difficult moment. National team can help him um, for sure. He quotes some other guy. And he goes, plus, MUSC plans to offer him a new contract by months, and it's no coincidence. He's a fence-sitter. He's a he doesn't fence-sitter. know anything, man. He's a fraud. Yeah, man, he's done, man. What? He's done out here. When, when did they turn on him? Fabrizio yeah, comes in, yeah. Like, when the deal was 90% done. 99% success rate. He has a few dodgy moments in summer, and the man never said he's done. Nah. AFC, AFC, AFC Bell smacked his head, man. You know the Muslim, he smacked his head, bruv, in the summer. With the partating. With the partating. Ever since then, man, Fabrizio been looking funny in the light, G. Um, no, but the thing, Fabrizio, yeah, I understand how he lost that and that because obviously his Fabrizio's contacts are clearly um, a club. A dr- 
And obviously, Arsenal actually technically don't have to tell Madrid we're going to activate yeah, the call. Yeah, no, he was right. Madrid, he was Madrid were moving kind of pagany. Arsenal just said, fuck it, we're just going to drop the 50 bands on them, brother. You lot find out later. <laughs> so, on the side, they'll just get the piece together, you know what I mean? Like, go into the piggy bank, mm. cracking it open. Yo, you got you, you yeah. uh, under the sofa, like quick moves <laughs> and that. Yeah, yeah. But um, um, I mean, go and see you sell a couple of items. Yeah. And yeah. that's it, bro. And yeah, by the time could... for me, it was too late, cause so yeah, yeah, I heard that. Latching yeah, onto he... that, um, DC Fabrizio always also said that Pogba is gonna be looking to sign a new contract, or Man United are gonna look to sign Pogba up to a new contract. I don't know if that's Simply the contract extension, or if it's going to be already done that. So already already done that. yeah, they've already, they've already extended a year. Yeah, so, so he's talking really... about a brand new contract. Then what? What are you lot's thoughts on that? Because if we tie this guy down again, he's going to be laughing at us for a whole decade. Dude. This is what this is. This is my thing. Like I, everyone knows, I'm not the biggest Pogba fan, and I, I'll flip flop when he's good and when he's bad, and I will just chat shit. But what's the what's the worst? Case scenario of him getting a new contract, like where's the downsides? He continues to plague our club. Plague our yeah, club. Wait, 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 wait. What's wrong with you? Plague our club. What are you a top red? <laughs> Bro, he's, he's killing us. He's killing us from the inside, fam. Nah, that's that, that's a bit much. He is fam. Nah, Every week we're, we're discussing Pogba. Background. He's running around. This is half the board to advertising boards. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, no. No, but seriously, you look. What's the downside to Pogba signing a new contract? Does it stop us from signing anyone else? Like, does it make us broke? Like, what does it do? Genuinely, I, I don't see a downside. I think the main. Th- I think the main thing is Pogba. Are you? If you sign a new deal. Are you going to be committed? Are you going to put the work in? Da, 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 da. Mm. And I think that's the main thing, isn't it? And Pogba doesn't strike him as somebody who is somebody who will just like, do you know what I mean? Don't know how Messi, Messi's moving nuts this year. Messi, you just see Messi just walking at that. I think yeah. this year's going to score a goal, bro. He's like, y'all going to keep me here? All right, cool. All right, bet. I'm saving my energy mm. for next. I really don't think Pogba has that type of character. I think personally, to be honest, I think if I was Pogba, I am looking to skedaddle because as a midfielder, it's very difficult to be the scapegoat or, you know, like the, the the bearer of all hopes for the team because as a midfielder, there's only so much you can do. Like, there's not been a midfielder that's carried a team. People try to pretend that Gerrard did that. Liverpool mm. did awful with them. They didn't. If you look at the league positions and what yeah. they achieved like in the period that Gerrard was there and Gerrard is a phenomenal player, strikers, you can low-key carry a team because you're scoring goals and goals change games, in it? So, mm. yeah. United haven't done right by him, and in recent times, well, especially this season, he's been taking the piss. So go leave, yeah. go be in a better situation for yourself. But obviously, again, depends on what your family want to do, whatever. But the money you're gonna get at Man United, you clearly love the club, you love to put some you love someone to bend them. So I don't know if I was him, I'd dip, but if I was Man United, I'll get him another to thing is though, maybe his options aren't aren't great at the it moment. It definitely isn't great. Yeah, Rayola's been saying that though. See, this is the thing, Rayola. Yeah, so... Bruno said, when it comes to a man like Paul Pogba, it's not just Pogba, even better players like Mbappe and Neymar. Yeah, the market's small. Even right now, Jack Grealish, once you're a sick, sick player, or or you've got sick reputation, and you make good, your market is tiny. Yeah. Your market is tiny. There's only a few. Can Real Madrid afford him? Probably not. Can Juventus? Probably not. City can, but they're the ops. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So, 
Yeah, Moreno said Moreno even said there's only like four clubs in the world that can afford Pogba. Maynard is one of them. I think he said one time. So he ain't, as Seb said, his options aren't really local. Yeah, if so you, said, local, you might have been you might have been scrammed. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Facts. Yeah. yeah. He would have left he would have left when Jose with her uh, if his options were 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 as he probably it was thinks it was. Was there. You know, the Pogba was violated. And we wanted we wanted our money back, innit? We wanted 90 mil and nobody <laughs> wanted to pay the 90 mil. No, no, no. You think, we're joking, you think we get money back now? Never. We're not getting 90 mil for Papa. Not in COVID. <laughs> we'll be lucky to get 25. <laughs> <laughs> most, teams, most, teams, most teams won't spend 90 million on a folder. That's striker money. Most teams... <laughs> and, that, and most teams yeah. don't even have 90 mil. Yeah, no, that's, that's not... I, I, I saying, definitely agree. What are you saying Pogba's value is now? If I'm being honest, I think it's probably like 50 or 60 million. Yeah, fair. Fair. Yeah, I think one year left. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Oxlade Chamberlain went for 50 million and one year left. And that, Did and he? That used, yeah, that used cheeks. Yeah, but then that's that's British tax, isn't it, man? He went from a British club to oh, another British club. Mm, that's true. Prem tax. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah, true. So yeah, I 50, think, 60 I think, million is fair. Still. Yeah, I think 50, 60 million is fair, especially coming off like a bad season if he continues in trend or whatever. The only, the only, the one reason why I would ever keep Pogba at this club, yeah, is because the crop of French youths that look up to him, hey, all of them just look up to Paul Pogba. And these are the youths that we can bring into the um, the club. Like, we was, um, <clears throat> I saw like reports of like Camavinga. Um, possibly coming to the club and like other players and that or whatever. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Mm. Obviously, reports are just reports, in it. But French youths will come to the club because of Pogba, because he's a big character for France or whatever. And that's the only reason why I'd keep him for other players, in it. And then again, like it's it's one of those ones where if we get another manager, as I was saying in the group here, yeah, I think Pogba needs like a he doesn't need a Jose, but he needs somebody he really really respects for him to actually, like, click into gear, uh, in my opinion, which is poor. And that's, like, it's, it's poor that you can't be self-motivated. Why do you think he clicked into gear for Oli? I think, I think, I think, I think that's one of, I think one of Pogba's biggest weaknesses, in my opinion, is that he doesn't behave like his talent. He's too much of a good youth. Like, mm. fam, they asked him in an interview one time, you, what midfields you think are better than him? And he named Bear Man. I was like, what are you doing? Like, you have more yeah. time than all these people thinking that, like, you even, even certain things like, like Rashford, no respect to Rashford, but Rashford's taking set pieces or Matt or Young. You're Pogba, like you should be like, mm. yo, this is like don't the type of men, the type of attitude that Bruno has. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that type of attitude that Bruno has. It's just annoying when you play dead, but I like that type of yeah. attitude. He doesn't have that mentality, like something like Pogba. That's what I'm saying thing. within himself. Yeah, within himself, he doesn't have the elite mentality, which is weird because if he had that elite mentality, he'd be way better than he currently I, is. I, I, yeah, I, I think your I think that is his biggest weakness is probably his mentality. He's not mentally weak. I think he's mentally tough, but I don't think he has a mad drive. He kind of reminds me of Eden Hazard, but just not as good. Where Hazard is just on vibes. Do you get like Hazard's like, oh, I don't care about scoring bare goals. Like I'm just I'm just here for a good time, a long time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that attitude. I think if he was a bit more like more of a killer mm. in terms of bro, for, man was playing double pivot for four years. Why are you yeah. doing that, man? I was like, bro. For me, yeah. as like on that, I just, I just just feel like people like Hazard and Pogba who have like natural ability. For me, like you get those ones that have no desire to improve, 
And that's what I've seen from Pogba. I don't think he has a desire to improve. I feel like he, he likes to play and he likes to like work off his talent, but I just don't feel like he's the type of guy that says, okay, I need to improve this in my game and goes out and sets to, to do that and work on it. And that's kind of like the issue for me. He's just literally coasted and made a career of natural ability. And yeah, like his natural ability is wavy, whatever. But for you to become like the best player in the world or the best midfielder of your generation or whatever, you have to have a desire to improve. And I just don't think he had that. And that's why I said in regards to clicking to gear, it's not like an Oli type of manager. It's like, that's why he talks about Zidane because he respects Zidane. Same player, he idolised him. So if Zidane's telling you, bro, you need to improve, these are the things you need to do. Even though I don't think Zidane's the waviest manager, I feel like he'd probably be the best to get the best out of Pogba because it's just like a respect thing, but it's a different type of respect thing. It's like, like I idolise you, you speak French, like you you knew what it was to be the best midfielder at one time. And I feel like that's the type of pl- person Pogba needs, which is maybe crazy. It's almost maybe like a father figure, isn't it? Basically. Maybe similar to Deschamps, because like yeah. he obviously respects a lot of I think he I think he I think he respects and likes Oli, but and I and I, and I think I could tell with bear the players at the club. Like when them are talking in training, them are like, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. That's after. Like I could just tell. Yeah. That's what. That's how the man. That's how the man. Man them go on. So, yeah. Man. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. Speaking of mentality, that leads me nicely onto our next player, whose head must be all over the gaff right now. Um. Very talented young boy, Mason Greenwood. He's been in social media, in the papers for various different reasons. Hella fabricated stories. Um, been out of action for United, out of action for England under 21s. Um, at this point, how do we protect the talent that is Mason Greenwood? And do any of you feel that United should come out at this point and make a like a, a statement to back to back their boy, basically? Mm, I don't know about making the statement because. Um... It's like, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. It's like, we don't have that name anymore, innit? So, you know, when like Fergie was there, he used to just like boss it. If things were going a bit left and he didn't like it, he'd come out and he'd stamp everything out and it's long for you. You are not coming into the next press or whatever. We don't have that leverage, innit? So it's like, even if like the club makes a statement, I don't think it will stop. I feel like one one thing the media want to do is they want to scapegoat um you know, black players. Like, if there's any reason they can scapegoat them, they will win it. So Mason Greenwood made a mistake. And ever since then, there's always been this story, that story is not attitude. They're just speculating left, right and centre. He doesn't play for one game. It's this. He doesn't play for one game. It's that. And for me, it's just like on trend with what we've seen in regards to the the, the British public. And it's like, <clears throat> it's something like when he signed his recent contract, the four-year like his dad said to Oli, like, make sure you protect him and whatever. And at this stage, it's like, like, what else can you do? Like, there's literally nothing you can do because the British uh, press have like freedom of press. Do you know what I mean? So they can literally just run around ragged, just be saying anything or whatever with minimal to little uh, 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 consequences in it. So for me, 
I just feel like um, he, the senior players got to, you know, be around him and kind of talk to him and help him and whatever. The club's got to be around him and talk to him, whatever. And um, he has to have a chip on his shoulder. He's got to remember this and use it, you know, on the pitch and, do you know what I mean? And it's just something he's going to have to, he's going to have to hold because I, I don't even know what to do because, you know, we went through the whole thing with Raheem Sterling and everybody was shouting out. But one thing I did respect is all the, uh, like, our ex-players said something, can it? Do you know what I mean? They came out and they said something or they tweeted something or they did whatever, in it? So it's just going to take, bro, though I don't want to say what I need to say on camera, but, like the journalists in it, do you know what I mean? So yeah, man, you just have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So Yeah. I think for Greenwood, like um Sebi touched on Raheem, I think it's not totally died down for Raheem, but a lot of what has happened to Raheem has stopped because of his performances on the pitch. So he's just gonna have to he's just gonna have to perform. He's at a handicap, but he's gonna have to keep performing, get his head down, he's gonna have to have his mentality right. And just keep performing, keep smashing in goals. That's the only way. So no matter what United say, like what Sebi said, there's no clout there anymore. It's Oli, like whatever. No one's, no one really rates him like that. So no matter what your statement United come out with, Edward Wood, anyone comes out with, they're still they're still on him. The only way he can respond now is performances, and he's got that in him. He's got that in him. He's going through a rough patch now, which you expect some a player of his talent to go through at least once in their career, especially at his age as well. Like, he's still a young player. He's going to make mistakes, like the mistake he made on international duty. He'll learn from it. He'll learn from this being in and out of the team. He'll learn from the pressures of the media. He shouldn't have to deal with it, but he'll learn from it. And he's got players around him that are going through it now in Rashford. So, I think he'll I think he'll be all right. I think he'll be all right. He just needs to perform on the pitch. A couple goals, and people, I think, I think the tide will turn for him. Yeah. Dissy, what's your thoughts? Obviously, we left him out of the squad completely against Everton. They asked him not to um, not to go on under twenty one international duty as well. Do you think he needs to be playing, or do you think like we need to like keep him out of the limelight a bit? I don't know. It just depends on his personality or what suits him. Like, um, I think one of his close friends passed away tragically recently, so I think he's been dealing with that. So whatever, whatever, whatever is in the best interest of Mason, whether it will be playing football to keep him occupied or Take him in out, take him out of like um, his work, whichever, whatever is best for him as a human being, because that's the most important thing. Because at the end of the day, he's going to retire one day. He still has a life. He's still a human being. So, whatever's best for him as a human being. Me personally, I can't lie. I'm a bit different to say, I know man, man, I ain't got clout, but these are your employees. You got to protect your employees. Like, I've always been, I've always been, I've been side eye mine for years because they watch um, Pogba, Martial to a less extent. Rashford got it quite a lot. So, I say mainly Pogba by a mile. Then Rashford and Lukaku, and then Martial. In fact, Rashford and Lukaku, Martial, and um, Lingard were all getting getting bullied by the press, and we know why. Do you know what I mean? Mm. We know why. And the club did nothing about it. Nothing about it. Barely mm. any. Ex- only, only, only ever came out to speak up for Pogba and um, and Martial. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously sometimes Gary Neville will stick up for Rashford here and there, but nobody did. Nobody did shit. Nobody did shit. So the club has to come out on a rags thing. Like if you're printing fake articles about. My man, don't come. You can't. You can't. I'm not sure if it's even legal or not. But if you say no, we're, we're not going to answer your questions, and you have your right not to ask people's questions. No other players mm-hmm. going to chat. You can't come to our. You can't come to Carrington. You're going to be printing fake press about our players, and that will start to uh, because we just people just let the media just do their thing, fam. Like 
when that's what I liked when Rashford, when Daily Mail tried to post some nonsense about him, Rashford came and panned them straight away. Do you know what I mean? But Rashford shouldn't mm. always have to be on the players, bro. Like, you are the big conglomerate stick up for our players, fam. Like, mm. especially if you, especially Oli, bro. If man told you to defend my son and you're out here moving like this, I'll be fuming. I'll be fuming. I'm going to grab up Oli, you know. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk. Um, my son's wavy, so you can't say you're not a player my son because my son's nankers. Do you know what I mean, bro? Like, I'll get my son out of here. So, no, but just aside, like, nah, man, like, I just don't want to see it to happen to Mason as well. Obviously, yes. Okay, that's a different thing. But, like, when, when you're putting fake press, do you know what I mean? Just saying stuff like, oh, United feared that he's going to be the next... No, they, they, they don't fear he's going to be the next rival Morrison. They don't. Yeah. Stop, chatting, stop chatting shit. It's ridiculous. Yes. It's crazy how they can just make up stories just like that. Uh, yeah, they- this holiday season, it's all about the bedroom. And Casper's Black Friday sale has up to 30% off everything you need to make your bedroom your happy place. Only Casper mattresses are made with 86 supportive gel pods to align your spine and eliminate aches and pains. And Casper bed frames are made from the highest quality materials. Give the gift of a better bedroom. Save up to 30% during Casper's Black Friday sale on now at casper.com. Terms and conditions apply. See casper.com terms for more details. Else. Yeah, on on international duty, one man he was actually getting positive press. Um, Jack Grealish, obviously balling out for England. Um, it seems that he's finally convinced Southgate. We were supposed to be in for him if Villa got relegated. Um, is he still as essential a signing as he seemed to be for us last season? And if he is, how do we get him in alongside Pogba, selling Pogba? Um, would he still work in, in our current plans? Do you think that we actually need uh, Grealish, Rodney? He's a massive talent, so you bring him in, but I'm struggling to see how Oli, the manager we've got now, fits him in alongside Van der Beek, Pogba, Bruno, and he's still going to have McTominay, he's still going to have Fred. Like How... How do you then sanction spending eighty million on Grealish, and the manager? We don't see. I don't see how the manager is going to be able to fit him in. Like he's a baller, and in the summer, in the summer it was the same problem. And like Van der Beek's not the same player, but they got they got a few qualities that are similar, and he can't get into the team. So it's a bit. I I, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm going to spend eighty million on Jack Grealish under Oli. If we had a different manager, and I could see a clear vision of where Grealish would fit in a formation he'd fit in with, his role in the team, then I'd say, yeah, but currently I, I don't see... Everything is just a mess. Like, even the team we play now, like, we, we don't know our best 11. Like, we've got... Play, our best players are always on the bench at the moment. Like, nine times out of ten in the last five or six games, our bench is better than our starting 11. So, I, I don't know. Does he come in and does he perform? That's a weird one. I'm going to say at the moment... I don't really see the point of spending 80 million on him because I don't see where he, he fits and what we'll be able to do with him. Oh, Sebi? Um, in regards to Jack, it's just like if Pogba goes or not in it. So, like, if Pogba goes, then I see where he fits in. Um, uh, in my opinion, I think um, I'm, I'm happy to move Rashford over to the right hand side um, to play Grealish on the left. 
Um, not because for me, I don't think like Grealish is a better left winger than Rashford. I just feel like Rashford is one of those players that are happy to play anywhere. I feel like he's like it's not gonna disrupt the team balance or like how the t- how like a player feels. Like Rashford will literally play anywhere. So I feel like for the sake of that, I wouldn't mind playing um Jack on the left or or, or whatever, and then going with like the similar midfield that we currently have or whatever. But if Pogba stays, then it's no point because we bought Van der Beek. We've just we we're gonna have to kind of that ship is sailed. Um, the only thing I will say is if we get a new manager, everybody starts with a clean slate. So, meaning, for example, if we got like a Pochettino and he wanted Grealish, Bruno could drop to the bench. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, everybody will start with a clean slate. The manager has his favourites and whoever starts, starts in it. So, um, it just depends. So, it depends if, if Pogba goes and it just depends if Oli's the manager or not. But um, if a player of that ilk wants to come he's an ava- and he's available, um, it's somebody that I'll definitely take the chance on. Um, I'd rather take the chance on him than Sancho. So yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and this is, I know you're you're a bit of a Pogba fan. Do you think I'm not saying better player, but do you think Grealish would be more effective for United than Pogba is for us now? Um, no, I think I think I think that's crazy talk. Um, Legit <laughs> <laughs> crazy talk. Don't get me wrong. I, I think I think Grealish, I think Grealish is absolutely crazy, and I was probably one of the main people in our group chat remember the summer I'm not sure when you entered it um, Stephen but um, Rodney and um, Sergio told you I was bang on a signing Grealish bang on yeah because I think mm-hmm. Grealish gives you what he gives you in the final third is just priceless that chance creation ball retention he gives you better creativity than Bruno but without all the negatives do you know what I mean but um, I don't think I think with the him and Pogba thing I, I don't understand it because you don't play same position Grealish really is a wide player He's in the final third and Pogba's a midfielder. But I do understand what Seb was saying because there's just loads of different potential options you could use. But um, Grealish is... If you look at... If we had Grealish in our squad right now, Pogba will be the most creative player. Well, in fact, probably Grealish might be the most creative player, actually. Because Grealish... They're, they're the two most creative players, so they two should play. And the reason why I think we should still do it is because it's no different from our sign Sancho. It's no different. It's, mm. In fact, it's probably cheaper. <laughs> and I'm starting to think Grealish might be better than Sancho. Do you know what I mean? Because Grealish is actually more dynamic and more athletic than Sancho. And he gives you more creativity. I'm not sure he's giving you... He's probably not give you the same goal threat because Sancho's a really good goal scorer and finisher. But he's more dynamic and he's got that character where you've seen him be able to carry a team. And even for England, he has that same mentality where... Unfazed. Yeah, he's unfazed. Like, he was doing the things that I like good players to do that I've seen Pogba... Yeah. I've seen Rashford do. Pogba and Rashford. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're losing. Give me the, give me the damn ball. It might not always yeah. work. I like that type of personality, and I think you need as much. To, and Bruno does that as well. So that is what you need at United right now. I don't think you can Facts. come. You can't come with uh, Sancho's men- mentality. I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to question his mentality, but he I doesn't seem like he's got that sort of grab the game so. by the scuff of the neck. Game, yeah, is very. It's complimentary, in my opinion. Yes, but he's not as the, as what random in our group chat, um, in our touchdown group chat, and Seb was one of the first Seb and Leroy were the first ones on this. He's not like Rashford can proper like he can pam any fullback on a given day. Sancho's yeah. not really like that. He could dub you, but he's not really that explosive. Mm-hmm. What Sancho's good? Sancho's good at his combination play, mm-hmm. combination his areas, and then playing that final pass or final goal. Whereas Grealish, Grealish could do the combination play. He could get the ball. He could take take you one. He's got that. Yeah. Kind of with with our current setup in terms of our deficiency in coaching, 
Mm, we, yeah. Like, we need players who require minimal assistance from the coaching staff. Yeah, facts. Yeah, agreed. And a Grealish, Martial, Rashford front three is wavy. And if Martial starts bumming out, we could bring in Mason or draw him in. Mm, but yeah, yeah, Grealish. And if, we, if we're if we going to lose out on Grealish because we bought Bruno and Van der Beek, I'm going to be fuming because he's better. Yeah, than that's, that'd be a nightmare. Mm, yeah. I think I think Sebi's right, man. The ship's gone in in that sense, man. We spent we spent quite a bit of money. Uh, it's, I think it, we need a new manager. So yeah. what happens is like if a new manager comes in, they always get like a fresh slate. As you've seen, like oh, like through the years, every time we upgrade a manager, it doesn't matter what position we've bought, it, the manager still has a chance to go and buy again. So it'll just. But take, that's been like, the problem, though. That's yeah, but the problem, it, it, though. the problem has been the type of players we buy buy. Yeah. Rather than, and we haven't been focusing on squad building. Um, mm. I pre, I, f- I think we have a decent squad. We just have a shit manager, um, and I feel like with three key additions to the squad, I feel like we can challenge for a title. So it may take a fresh manager coming in saying, "Fuck it, Bruno, you're on the bench. Pogba, you need to fix up. Grealish, come in. Do you know what I mean centre back? And then you know, I don't know what else we need. A d- DM." And then say, all right, cool, let's go. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I feel like a new manager would get that chance. It's like, for example, like Jose bought Lindelof. Uh, Jose bought Bailly, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Or did LVG yeah, bought? Did. Yeah. And, and, and then Jose flip it. And then Oli was given the chance to buy Maguire for 80 mil. Do you know what I'm trying yeah. to say? So mm-hmm. like I feel like play I feel like um Woodward does give the manager a chance to come and bring in his own marquee signing. And with Jack Grealish being British, I feel like that signing will get sanctioned. But it's just about the manager that comes in making the tough decisions and saying, yo, Bruno, bench time G. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like and and kind of like playing players on merit rather than oh, we've bought you and I just have to play you now because I've bought you. Yeah, fair. I feel like on merit, Bruno, like in some ways, Bruno. No, 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 hundred percent. No, no, one hundred percent. Bruno, because of the stats, he deserves mm. to play in it. But I'm just saying, like, if he's like bumming it out, and it's just yeah. like not conducive to the team, we have the mm. option to kind of switch it up, and um, you know, yeah. Also, yeah. what Grealish before anybody else did. Facts. Yeah, uh, I think. I think. Levy yeah, said and, no. Under a different manager, under a different manager, then yeah, may, maybe it could work. But under Oli, I just I don't see how, I don't see the point in under Oli. I Oli. agree, I agree. I see the like, point in any signings under Oli. What was the point of a Sancho then? Because it's the same thing. You'd be playing exactly where Sancho was, but just because I, it's I, I, well, I didn't want Sancho. I didn't want Sancho because I, I knew it'd be the same about, thing. Yeah, I didn't know much yeah. about Sancho anyway. Like, I didn't watch him at Dortmund. I didn't watch him for a City use or whatever. I was just I just jumped on the wave. Yeah, Sancho, yeah, bring him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, bring him. I, I said I don't know nothing about my man, so I, I can't really speak whether he would have been the same. If he would have been the same, then it would have been pointless too, right? But yeah. man was saying, yeah, 120 million on Sancho, shining you totally. I was losing my shit when people were saying that, bro, because... I, like I just the way how he plays, he's just not. He hasn't got like the physic, the physicality for, yeah. like, I, he doesn't even need the physicality in a better team. But in the current team we currently have, you need to be able to go past a player on your ones. Like you need to be able to do things by yourself, rather than, because they may not be a bit of, they may not be combination play. Uh, yeah, some really. days because because we have no no vibe. Like sometimes sometimes there's vibes, but sometimes there isn't. There isn't no like setup um for our team in it. So we don't need like this combination play. We need somebody to just be a maverick like Grealish and just say, I can go mm. past you, I can create a chance, I can go past you, I can score, or or, mm. or or something like that. So that's why I didn't want Sancho 
it's like, for example, if you've got like a city team where everybody's close together, they'll all the move fast, it makes sense. Like he's perfect for, for someone like Man City or for someone like Liverpool, counter-attack, everybody moves fast, everybody knows where they are, combination play, perfect. For someone like us, makes zero sense because I just don't think he's good enough in the areas that I need somebody to be good enough. Yeah, in this current team, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think um, the mentality thing is really important as well because we've mm. got so many players who don't have that elite level mentality. And if, you compare, if you compare Sancho and Grealish, like if you look at their CVs, like Grealish has literally been carrying Aston Villa, and anytime he steps on pitch, you know, he always wants the ball, he's never hiding, and this is a guy who's gonna try everything. Whereas with Sancho, um, you're not so sure if you're gonna get that same level of of mentality um on elite mentalities um two other players who played international break uh Cavani you might say has an elite mentality Marshall who some might say doesn't is there a case right now for Cavani to be starting ahead of Marshall in some of the upcoming games obviously Cavani got Impossible. National break. Impossible. Nah, you're not having it. Have you seen? Have you seen a guy running around? He's just—he's not even just vibes. I don't know what he's not even doing a beat test. You know, a beat test. You got level one, level two. I don't even know what level he's at, but it's below whatever. He's just on the. He scored a goal, and that and that's got people thinking. Yeah, scored a goal for United, then he scored one on international duty. But come on, man, you can see the guy's not fit. He's running around. He's just right. It's just on the pitch. That's it's it's not even vibes because he's not doing nothing. For vibes, you have to have the ball and do something good. He's not even vibes. I don't even know what he is right now. It's absolutely insane to say you want Cavani to start over Marshall. That just means to me, that just means you're letting your agenda and the fact that you Marshall probably proved you wrong last season affect how you're judging him and Cavani now. Because if you want Cavani to start ahead of Marshall, then you've lost your head. So you let him talk to you like that. Bro, I'm just letting I'm letting him talk in it first, in it before I before I come. Country, country, country. Let's go. Okay, cool. For me, I'm saying, listen, Marshall's in a poor vein of form. He's lacking serious confidence, and it's one of those ones where, when when you're when you're lacking serious confidence, yeah, this when it rains, it pours, isn't it? So like when he was playing for France, yeah, the chances that he missed, some okay, good saves, but some were just very very poor. And it's not it's not like ah oh, Martial is a poor player, but when you're in the shit form, the ones that you usually bag they're just not happening in it. Mm. So for me, I feel like this is why we bought Cavani in to you know come here and if a player's not playing well or if we need something off the bench to play in it. So I feel like Martial definitely needs to sit down for a bit and come on last twenty minutes when a player's to, wait wait when a team's tired and more have have an impact there get the confidence up score a goal and then come and start rather than just keep playing and keep playing him he's tired he's like he's missing chances or whatever I feel like he should do a Pogba thing come off the bench 20 minutes impact the game and then start off of like after like he's he's played well then because yeah for me he's just yeah he's lacking confidence man and then also one thing, see, this is the difference between Rashford and Marshall. When they're both playing shit, yeah, Rashford was still going to shoot from 50 yards. Do you know what I mean? Rashford will shoot from 60 yards. He's still going to try something in it regardless. He's, he's just going to shoot. He knows sometimes like it's going to go off, but 
you create your own luck. You create your own luck. Like for example, against PSG, he was playing shit that game. Missed bare chances. We should have been up like ten nil or whatever. But last last minute, he comes, shoots, scores. Martial don't take chances. Um, don't shoot from far unless he knows he's hundred percent going to score. So he don't even shoot from far rarely. So he he if if I'm sure if you look at like Martial's goals, they're all like within like a certain type of area. Do you know what I mean? Um, so for me, like I just feel like he needs to just shoot more, shoot more. You know the ones where the keepers just parried it into the net, and then that just kickstarts your your whole season, and you got some confidence there. But he's not even shooting in it, and that's that's poor for me. Yeah. So, like my thing is that's like, fair enough, Mark. When you're comparing Marshall and Rashford, Rashford's a tryer, and he's got that mentality where he'll always try, he'll never shy away from a game, no matter how shit. But to touch on Marshall's confidence. If you want to build confidence, you can't drop Martial. I don't see how you build confidence by dropping a player. That, to be and fair, then, to be fair, Martial's reacted well to being dropped before. On the journey yeah, a couple of times, he reacted well to being dropped. That was because he needed to, really. Like he's not like is he is he he's not been great, but he's not been that like I don't know. I think man. for France, yeah. He's at least his hold up play was good for France, isn't it? But for mm-hmm. us, everything has been lacking, in my opinion. No, I don't. He's not. He's not been that bad, man. He's not. Been, don't he's, think so. I don't no, think he's been. I, 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 I don't, don't think, think he's don't been think that so. bad. Uh, no. I think he has been. I'm in a bit too. I think he has been that bad. Not in his all round play because he's hold up been Yeah, fine. not his all round play. Striker, you're not threatening. You're bad. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not yeah. causing nobody or Hala, to me, you're bad. Like no Firmino that... out here. Like you have to be a threat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's why I say he's been bad. Like he's he's always been playing, he's been fine. But yes, the rest of his game, the rest of his game is cool. And obviously, you don't you don't really want that Firmino type of praise there. But <laughs> like, I don't I don't know, man. Put him on the bench to me seems a bit counterproductive when that uh, like, when you've got Cavani on the bench. Like if we I'll had another it. striker, then I'd say yeah. yeah. I'll do it for Greenwood, not for flipping Cavani. Cavani's yeah, got like five percent pass completion. How how's that even possible? <laughs> and like one and then like one thing about Martial missing chances, like Cavani, that's Cavani's right for that as well. So yeah, no, uh, Cavani definitely misses a bag of chances. Mm. I just feel like Martial needs to sit down for a bit. We've got West Brom next. Come on, yeah. last 20, 30 minutes. Uh, I think he's going to play that game because if he doesn't net then, then boy. You know, if he doesn't net then, then boy, yeah, then I'm going to have to redact everything I said and we're going to delete this pod. Because <laughs> everybody bags against West Brom. West so Brom. If he's if he's coming off the back of what people are saying, some of his best games this season on international duty, and then he comes and he he doesn't he doesn't look like a goal threat, then it's a bit of a problem to be honest with you because like he's got it's Dennis. We're touching on does he have the mentality to perform in a team where you need individuality constantly, game in game out? Like he had it last season. If he can't, it seems like he's gone like a few steps back now. So if he can't, if he can't, it's so it's so sad that we have to say this, but if he can't get to that level where Rashford and Bruno and that other players are at where that individually they're scoring goals or they're doing things. If you can't get to that level, then it's gonna, it's gonna I, be I, difficult I, I, for him. I think I think with him it's just a matter of time. Matter we of don't time. really have time. We're 15. I was yeah, just about I, to I, say I, that. I, I, I was about to say the, the thing with him, well, the thing is obviously United don't have time for you to be out here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I faith in Marshall like he's a good player and Especially he's a very the, good player. Yeah, so I, I just think of him. I think the, the attack hasn't been helped. And I think Rashford's kind of hiding. Rash, Rashford's greatness is kind of 
making Martial look worse. And not because to say, it's because Rashford is still somehow managing to do something with no service, with no help to yeah. get. Because our midfield has been stinking from minute one this season. But would you say it's easier to do what Rashford's doing in the position Rashford's in comparison to what but position Martial, Martial don't want to. No. Martial don't want to play there. That's the thing. Like if I no, would, no, no, I would rotate. love to play him there. No, they rotate though. So no, it's not that for me because sometimes Martial gets the ball in certain areas and he's not being aggressive enough. Like certain areas, Martial, that like Martial's got better close control than Rashford. So why can't Martial that like Rashford? If you don't Rashford do not off the ball runs either though. Like that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even okay, next next time I watch Martial, there's one thing he does here. Watch when Martial holds the ball and lays it off nicely. Watch yeah. how he does not even burst to get into the box. He's just like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the poor bit, man. And every man yeah, is just yeah. dusting him. And that, he's probably leaving about five to ten goals on the table. By he's not, coming short, yeah. Yeah, by, by not even bursting into the box to get that because you've just grabbed like an extra two, three goals by just, right, oh, the keeper bubble, yeah. the ball to me, oh, safe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you think Marshall's goal just a lich tapping. Yeah, yeah, we don't yeah. We really, we really, we really, we really see that. Every, every goal's vibes. Come on, mm. man. But is it, is For, what Marshall is playing with his back to goal and Rashford's playing with the goal in front of him. So that, there's that difference, you know, right? Well, Marshall could also play the goal in front of him as well. He doesn't do both sides. That's the problem with Marshall. Mm. He's good at the back to goal bit, but he, he isn't doing enough of the spinning in behind stuff, which we saw um, post-lockdown. It's like he's now gone back to playing like a bum again. But for me, yeah, uh, like my overall point in regards to Martial is, I think Martial, I think Martial is a very, very, very good player, but yeah. I don't think he's a very, very good number nine. And yeah. I think he's a good number nine, but not like elite level number nine. And you will never win the title with that type of number nine. And that's not a knock on him. He's just sick. I'd play him anywhere but number nine. Like, I think he should play in the team. I think he should start. But I just wouldn't play him number nine because I just when I look at, like, number nines over the years and I look at the number nines currently in world football, there's a ter- mm. there's a certain type of calibre there. And you need, if you want to win anything, obviously for the current position we're in now, fair enough or whatever, but a, one number nine can change your whole destiny. Do you know what I mean? And I just don't feel like Martial is that player. Like, even if your team is shit, even if you're not creating chances or barely creating chances, if you've got a certain type of number nine in your team, it doesn't matter, in it? And that's my biggest problem with Martial is I think he's a good... I think he's a very, very good player. I think he's a good number nine, but I don't need that. I need an elite number nine to come into Old Trafford. That's well, my yeah. thing. Well, yeah, I think your current assessment of Martial is spot on. And I think a lot of that is just not simply... It's not due to a lack, um, not due to Martial not being able to do it. I think he can. I mm. think what Martial showed in the lockdown, if he, and I don't think it's that difficult, not, be, not to say it's, it's not it's difficult to score goals, but to put that level of effort, because mm. he was occupying centre-backs, he was running the channels, he was pressing, he was getting the ball, like the goal against Sheffield, no, not Sheffield United, the goal against Southampton, we were playing crap, ran out, ran out the right back, cut his head, bang. Like mm. that type of aggression, you're not seeing I, it. I need that. I need and that consistently. And if he plays that aggression, moment that he could be an elite nine, maybe even just a tier below. But with Mason and with Rashford and them growing, if they, if I, I believe in this front three so much that like that's why mm. I get so far in the midfield because I think yeah. if these three, they're gonna eat, bro. Because mm. they ain't long yeah. So I think, yeah. I think like 
Carlo's about though, like, you know what I mean? That's who I'm looking for, bro. Carlo's about though, you know what I mean? We've got players that score goals though, so I don't know whether we we necessarily need Martial. Like, it'd be good if he's an elite number nine, but I don't know if that's necessarily if we need him to be that with all the goals we've got. You don't need you don't need the you don't need an elite number nine if your system is banging. Do you know what yeah. I mean? If your system is banging and, and you've got two wide forwards doing their thing like Liverpool mm. and like City have done in the past um, mm. and other teams or whatever, then it's fine, isn't it? But mm. f- traditionally, United, even like with this team, if you put Van Persie in this team, we're doing a madness. That's a fact. Van Persie mm. that come to Man United in 2012, 13, sorry, mm. we're doing a madness or Something whatever. Like nothing. Do you know what I'm trying to say something out of nothing, and that's mm-hmm. what I feel like we we need. And we, do you know what? It's funny because we've been playing this same way since 2011, 2010. Yeah, mm-hmm. where we've just needed one striker to come yeah. and bag to come and help in it. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I just really think we need. If we're not gonna bring in a coach, and we've tracked the, the closest we were to bringing in a coach with a system was LVG, but he just didn't have the players for it. That's why for me, it was horrific. Everything else has just been Fergie-like. It's like very like reliant on the players. Well, late Fergie-like, innit? Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and it's just been reliant on the players. But one thing we've been missing for the last 10 years, sorry, not last 10 years, but what last six, seven years is an elite number nine. The one time we had somebody close to elite was Ibra and he bagged bare goals, but missed bare chances. And but that was a very, very good season for a striker. Do you know what I'm trying to say? We had an elite goal scorer in Rom, but like he just he just couldn't like England was just it was mad for him. His diet was all over the place, he was slow, his touch was sloppy, it just didn't work for him. And he needed too many conditions for him to go and you know thrive. Do you know what I mean? What Antonio what Antonio Conte has created for Lukaku now is an elite conditions for him to thrive. United just didn't want to do that. They didn't think it was that good. So for me, like United right now just need an elite number nine. And to be fair, I think like we'll go up levels. But again, I definitely feel like Martial should play and a better coach will find a way to fit everybody in. But I just don't feel like Martial should be our main main striker. So on that then, just following on from that, do you think Greenwood fits that profile? Two years, he still needs, like, for me, he still needs um, to grow a bit. Like, mm. he's got everything. He literally has everything. But there's things that, yeah, like, there's things that you just can't, like, unless you're Mbappe and you're a genetic freak, there's things that you're just not supposed to have at this age. Or ha- Haaland, who's a genetic freak, there's things that you're not supposed to have at this age. So he has, in regards to, like, technical ability, he's up there. Do you know what I mean he's got he's got that or whatever, but the physical stuff is what you need in this new modern era. You need to be able to goals past man, and yeah, like and you need to have a bit of strength. And I feel like the strength he's got, but the pace he still needs a bit. Um, and he still he, he still needs a bit more strength. But I I feel like we we speak on this because we see the other players that are elite his age physically. So we're like, oh yeah, Greenwood, da 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 da. But I think if we give him like a year or two, I feel like he'll be he'll fill out, he'll 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 get a bit more pace, and yeah, he'll be unstoppable. But then that begs the question. I'll go to you, Rodney, for this. Then do you go out in the market and sign? an elite level number nine because if you look at who the sort of player who might be available at that price I think Haaland is probably the easiest person to do business with but then he's not that much older than than Greenwood does that then block Greenwood's path would you still go in for him 
No, I don't. I think if you're gonna sign an elite level number nine like Haaland, then Greenwood's don't. Not Greenwood's path is sort of like whatever, but yeah, you're signing an elite level number nine who's bagging goals in the Champions League in the league at a rate that Greenwood's not at yet. So, man, we need results right now. Like, Facts. there's there's no time to be really like. Obviously, you want to consider. Green was pathway, but if you're if you're talking about signing an elite level number nine like Haaland, who's scoring week in week out, I think he's got more Champions League goals than he's actually played games. So like, when you're talking about that level of striker, you sort of say, okay, well Greenwood, like your pathway is sort of like to the right at the moment because we've got an elite level striker who's performing right now. Mm. Like if we're not if we're if we were in a better position like system wise coach wise and we were getting goals everywhere else then you could sort of say yeah Greenwood's path is is essential but if you're bringing in an elite level number nine who can score how Haaland scores then I I wouldn't even really consider Greenwood's path at, at this particular time like if you said we're signing Haaland in January I wouldn't say oh well what about Greenwood like that wouldn't even come to my mind I'm thinking Haaland's going to get us this many goals and that's what we need right now to go from 14th to 4th <laughs> So I'm not green was paths important, but yeah, I don't think you can turn down turn down an elite level number nine when if you're talking about a trajectory that is like you're just charging on what he can be in one or two years, mm. than rather than what we need and what a player is right now. So I I wouldn't even consider his path. Not to be rude to him or like to say he's not a talent, but if you're gonna bring in an elite level number nine right now, his pathway is not important to me because we need to get goals in that number nine slot because we're horrific right now. We need players to perform right now. We don't have that luxury to say, okay, one or two years, we can, we'll, won't sign Harlem, we'll wait for Greenwood one or two years, we'll hope Martial performs like there's so many different things that we'd have to consider for Greenwood in two years and miss out on that it just doesn't make sense to me. I'll definitely go Harlem and say, fuck Greenwood's puff. say no more um all right cool looking on to our next run of games we've got obviously you lot mentioned west brom at home next and we've got champions league istanbul um i'm not going to attempt to pronounce the full name at home again um then we've got southampton away psg at home and west ham away um, how do you guys see those fixtures going in terms of how many wins do you think we'll get and how many wins are actually acceptable? Uh, Dissy, I'm going to start with you. So that's West Brom at home, Istanbul at home, Southampton away, PSG at home and West Ham away. So I think we'll beat West Brom. Um, um, Istanbul will be, uh, is it West Ham next? Southampton no. away. Southampton. Southampton away. Well, that's a definite L. Uh, PSG. West Ham away. No, oh, PSG. PSG at, home. PSG at home. That's another L. And then West, West Ham, Ham was West. Oh, that's another L. So I think we'll lose three to one. That's a bad thing. Is that a sack of worth ends though? No, because yeah. you'll win the next game and you'll bust case. Facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you saying? We can't beat. We can't beat this guy. <laughs> uh, for me, I'm like. We'll beat West Brom. We'll beat Istanbul because we have to. Um, then we got Southampton. You said, yeah, Southampton yeah. away. They they're gonna slap us all game, but we'll beat them. Like they're gonna slap us, like because they they play good football. PSG, is out, isn't it? Yeah, I think he might be back by then, though. 
so he's uh, I saw didn't I see nine weeks? Oh mad. Or is that me P- going mad? P- PSG I think will lose and then West Ham I think will lose. Okay. And Rodney? Uh we beat West Brom. We'll beat Istanbul. We'll uh draw with Southampton. We'll lose to PSG. And West Ham's a dodgy one, man. If Antonio's back, we lose that game. Okay. And so I don't think any of you have said we're going to win over three of those matches. Is that an acceptable position for Ole? Obviously, we're, I think we're, what, five points off top four right now? Um, if those were good results go against us and... Chelsea continue to pick up steam. That gap might be widening to the point where it gets to Christmas and we're around eight, nine points off top four. At that point, isn't Ole's position untenable? It should be right now, to be honest. We're 14th. It should be right now, but it's just vibes in the Champions League at the moment. And it's, it's sort of like it's, it's sort of like giving people hope that actually if we can do that, then in the league it's just We've had we're a bit unlucky, but we're 14th in the league, man. It's like six, what we six, seven games in. Mm. Yeah. But to oh. be fair, well, what only couple? Well, what got a game in hand? Five three points. Five points top. Top. Yeah. Yeah, we're five points. Up. So it's like same 14th. We're not that bad, but the performances aren't there, and like I think we haven't won a, a home game. Like there's loads of sackable offenses already. So even if he loses all four of those games that like, you probably would say he's inevitable and he won't get sacked but it is it is a sackable offense if we don't collect a few at least two w's from that fixtures man it's so sad that... <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is what it's come to <laughs> but uh, how are we like looking at like games like west ham and we're thinking mm, like that <laughs> Uh, to be fair, West, told... Ham, West Ham been our bogey team, bruv. They've yeah, been, but... they've been, they've been oh, moving to us for time. Yeah. They are a bogey team when they've been cracked, but now they're even decent, so... Um, yeah, that's just... Oh, whatever, man. The issue is, yeah, Oli won't get sacked currently. Well, I don't think he'll get sacked because um, it's like a... It's an indictment on Woodward, isn't it, if he sacks him? Because mm. the, the fashion he gave Oli the job and then, like, everything after... Uh, it's like, fam, you've been fa- Woodward's been failing for so long. If you fail again, my man's just gonna have to the the big boss are gonna have to look at you and say, bro, like, come on, man, like, mm. you, we've you've been failing for seven years, like, like you got a pattern up. But then again, don't you think that again into, that plays into his hands? Because then if he doesn't finish fourth this year, it's even worse. So if he reacts now. Then you yeah. might have a chance of bringing in Pochentino. Yeah, but then again, like it's one of those ones. Like I don't know what the Glazers want in it. Like, they them want still million. Divid- yeah, they, they want still taking dividends from the club, bro. Yeah, that's what they want. They still taking. They said Corona, Corona or no Corona, okay. we are t- collecting our dividends. Oh, yeah. Like, as long like as they, they collected their piece. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. I think. Woodward could sack Oli. They don't give a fuck as long as they can get their 23 million again next season. That man don't care about nothing on the pitch. Just give me my money. Give me my money. It's like it's like, it's like when you send um, the youngest to OT. I don't care what happens to you. Just bring back the peas. If not, <laughs> don't come peas, back bro. till you got the peas. So don't spin back around here until you got that peas. That's you what got they the peas, care bro. about. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's yeah, it's, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy how one job can be so solidified no matter what. Nice. All right, cool. I'm gonna go into some listeners' questions. Um, we've been linked with a CB and a right winger in January. Who do you lot think we should be targeting? I'm not gonna lie. I've seen um couple clips from Upamecano this season and he looks more head lost than Bayou right now. So I it's don't know. Mad. I don't know he's I don't know who's even out there that we can go and cop and say, yo, this guy's gonna come in and do a job in our defense. So uh, I'll be uh, lying to you if I listed centre backs. I don't know the good centre backs out there. I would have said Upamecano until I saw what Rashford done to him. Mm, I was like, ah, nah man, I can't be I can't be I can't be doing that. This is your own fucking mutant it. But yeah, I said I can't, I can't be doing that. I'll probably can't. Yeah, but that's, Rashford, that's Rashford, though. Mm. I think he got no, to run run out. You can't run run out because Rashford duppy them. Wow, <laughs> yeah. No, you can't run run out because... Again. Huh? You got spun the week after. I can't remember uh, if they played in Champions League, but you got well, done. Listen, guys. Did you see his heat map? <laughs> <laughs> he was... He had, oh, spells oh. Le- he had spells at left wing. Total football, my bro. <laughs> and has spells at left wing. Like, is he a centre back or is he just like, like a, vibes? A isn't full, it a full CB because the was left wing, right wing. She playing striker at one point. He was in the box yeah, yeah, the whole time. Thing. Like when they, <laughs> nah, man, I can't watch that, bro. I get Bayi gets me angry and Bayi stays as a centre back more time. Yeah. So if I have to watch Upamecano like trying to do a rush with the left wing or something like that, Martial up top, nah, man. I don't know. I don't know centre backs like that, but yeah, yeah it's definitely, yes. it definitely. If it's a choice between him and no one, I'll say no one for now because that guy's just vibes, just total vibes. This is all on you, then. You got any centre backs for us? Nah, fam. I can't lie. I don't really watch European, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really watch European uh, ball like that. And everybody was telling me about this up, everybody was telling me about up and coming. And then I watched him against Man United and he was getting pissed up. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, bro. Uh, you know, everyone makes their recommendations on the timeline, then I watch them. And then I talked about yeah. Kulabai, I watched him. I was like, bro, this was just Bruv, I watched him three times and I was thinking, this guy is 100 million. No way. Um, at one point, 100 million. I yeah. Imagine, yeah, yeah, do that. We would have had 100 million. 180 million close to 200 million worth of fools. At do, you know what, do you know what annoys me? Yeah, it's because United fans, because we've been so shit, they're so desperate. So yeah. when like we're linked to these players like Sancho for 120 and like Koulibaly for 100, yeah, I will say, fam, relax. You men are desperate. Just chill. Watch these men. Watch these men and you like watch them properly. Yeah. And you'll know that we're getting bumped. But United for nah 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 hundred million. Let's just pay it. Let's just pay it. Like I feel like we just need to just relax, but we need to stop being desperate and just say, fam. Like if we get if we get our next three four signings right, we're in an in an amazing position. We're like four signings away from being in a good position, in it. Regardless of what managers on there, like I feel like we'll have a, a first team eleven that's full of vibes. We did miss yeah. out on key players in in the summer that I feel like. If we got like three of the players that went elsewhere that were available, I feel like we would have been right up there. But it is where it is, isn't it? I just feel like we just need to be patient. So we're linked with like that centre back up. What's his name? Omo or something like that or whatever. As well, um, I ain't seen him, but he's cheap in it. Yeah, I don't know. I see, I see some name. Uh, I think it might be Portuguese. 
Um, and he, he, he looks cheap. Well, he was 20 million, but then signed a new contract and now he's 40 million euros. Um, I just want to just get the unknown cheap signings now, man, and let's see what happens. Is there anyone you think that's better than a better prospect than just trying to go with Twanzebe? Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. I think Twanzembe is sick, man. I think he deserves a chance. Like he's had, no. he had an amazing game versus PSG, and then had a poor game. I feel <laughs> like a so run of games. He needs a run of games. Bro, how can he throw in that monster class and then get? Yeah. Oh gosh, you know what's mad? All he had to do was throw a five or six out of ten performance to the next game, and I that think was he would still be in the lineup. But he threw in a disaster class. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a bit like it's a bit like if you're calling for him now, like obviously he's sick and stuff, but like you're you're coming off the back of a disaster class, and obviously you got Maguire and Lindelof, those are the favourites under Oli. So yeah, it's a bit minor, but he can do it. Like he showed that against PSG, or whether he's one of them players that can only turn up when the game's big or he's playing big versus big players. You never know. Like he's pretty much like, for me, he's that yeah. unknown. He's old, but he might be a mini buy in disguise. But we'll see. <laughs> But yeah, we'll see. All right. What was the um, other part of the question? Right wing. Right wing, yeah. But we already got that uh, that that you coming from. Ahmad, Ahmad's coming yeah, true, but yeah, it's gonna so smash up. Gonna I would say just loud drippy. Right wing, yeah. yeah, say no more. All right, cool. Last listener's question, then last question of the pod. Um, if Ole goes back to using the four three three, can it work? Yeah, my boy Ahmad yeah. soon touch road. I think I think I I think yeah. our player, um, cries, our players cry out for 4-2-3. Anything but 4-2-3-1 that we just... Bruh. We don't... It's, it's, that's the one system yeah, we don't Jesus have the players for. 4-2-3-1 killing our people. Fucking hell. It's What's rubbish, his bond with 4-2-3-1? It's the one formation that we can't really fit our best players in. Like, we don't have the players really for it. Do you know what it is? I feel like, yeah, he knows he wants a centre-back, so he wants um extra cover. So he wants two holding midfielders. I really feel like it's more so a defense issue, but even so, like we still concede goals. So, bro, like yeah, let's mad. just yeah. So let's just like go on the offensive and go four three three four 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 two, like just depending on the match. Even even our five three two isn't bad. Like every time we've used mm. that five three two, we've actually been really good. The only time we got slapped up was because Chelsea, and that's because they matched us. They matched mm-hmm. us and they had more energy and we got slapped. But other than that, every time we've used that five three two formation or three five two or whatever you want to call it, we've actually been really, really good. So, so I don't know. Who would you lot buy then in that um defensive mid position? Because obviously Matic is not really a sustainable option there. And the other I'm seeing Zechariah that you um, Douglas Louise. Yeah, yeah, Douglas but City got a first buyback, man. That's why I don't mention him because I really like him. I just want to see. He's the French as well that works supposed to be going head to head. Yeah, what about yeah. him? Yeah, 
He's 18. Yeah, he's um, I, we were linked with him. I saw a newspaper part article like two, well, a week ago saying that like he could, he could potentially come OT. And this is why I was I refer back to my point in regards to Pogba signing a new contract to the young um, French guys coming because that's one of what's one of his heroes. Why don't we give him the ambassador role then? Just make, bro, just make him in, <laughs> make Pogba an ambassador, bro. Someone wants him with Quint and Fortune and them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what him up in the stand, like this. <laughs> you know, like you know, like when, <laughs> you know, like when transfers come to old tra- old Trafford, they might as well meet Pogba. They might as well meet Pogba. Meet Pogba, bro. Meet and greet. Rather yeah. than Bobby, like Bobby Charlton and them man that they've never really heard of, they might he, as well meet Paul Pogba. Even like Amarja, the year that's coming in January, like on his Instagram, there's a picture of him and Pogba from 2015. Mm. Yeah, and that at that age, he was probably like 12 or something like that. Like, mm. so like all of these like French, French, you know, French speaking youths or whatever, all of their the heroes, Pogba, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Like, if we just sign a centre back, we sign a centre back here. Yeah. I think he's a French youth. He's heroes, Pogba. Like he, like he came to a tour to him. Like he came to a, he came for a tour maybe like two, three, actually like four years ago, and sent his teammates. Yeah, one day I'm gonna play here, and then we signed him like maybe like last year or or or, or this year. I can't remember, but he's heroes, Pogba. So yeah, yeah. no, Pogba. Influences this young generation, man. Yeah, yeah, deep line influencer, definitely. <laughs> deep line influencer. Yeah, that's the name of the pod. Deep line influencer. That's what we got there, man. All right, perfect, guys. Um, that's it for today's podcast. Obviously, like, share, subscribe on all the platforms. If you're not on Discord, join the Discord, and if you haven't signed up to patreon you already know what to do um guys it's been a pleasure be back next week thanks for listening all rashford he's in here he scores marcus rashford takes yet another step up the ladder Thank you. and it's a lad from manchester who scored only chance in my team like man you yeah like man we're trying to get in again Ready! It defies description. How about Martial is isolated? Skirtle here. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations 
all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Sports Social Podcast Network.